Hi, I'm Karen. And I'm Lauren. And this is Downstage Left, a theater podcast where we talk a little, uh, laugh a lot, and know nothing. We don't, I mean, honestly. <laughs> Lauren, we're still in spooky season, oh, so just so a few more weeks of hell for me. Well, uh, yeah, and at the time that this comes out, this is this, the week Sure, of. week of. So I Thank love God. this. Because do you know why? Because <laughs> my favorite season, this gives way to my favorite season, which is like the actual holiday season. In which, sure. let's go Thanksgiving, let's go Christmas, let's go my birthday. Yeah. Mostly my birthday. <laughs> let's go. Okay, love that for you. Thank I will you. say, like, I am looking forward to, um, like, actual Halloween, which is on a Monday. No, I know. Terrible. We had to, <laughs> sure, I, I had to that. reschedule a rehearsal because... Because the kids want to go trick-or-treating. No, no, no. My auditory manager actually was like, do you want to have a rehearsal on the Halloween? I was like, no, I no, don't. So don't. we will move that. Thank yeah. you. Um, yeah, so I, it's Monday, um, which sucks, but that's fine. Um, but I like to do, we have like a fire pit that moves around, right? Not one that's like built into the ground. Sure. So we put a fire pit at the end of our driveway and like just put a table oh, and nice. candy and oh. we just like sit and like have like sure. some beverages. And last year I made jello shots for the grown ups. Nice. And that was nice, like, nice, so nice. fun. So, um, that's, I think what we're going to do. Hopefully it's not going to be too cold. Cause like last sure, year then it's cold. Fine. Um, um, but that's it. And I I'm live really in the woods, so it. I don't care. Well, no one comes trick or treating. I think around here, I would imagine. actually. Do you know what I? So I do like handing out candy, and I like a pumpkin. Obviously, we've discussed that. I think you know that's fine. But in a funny way, I obviously live in the woods. There's nobody. If anything, if someone knocks on my door on Halloween, I should assume it's for like something bad is about to happen. No. no. Um, my parents live in a sub that like they're on the end of like a thing, so mm. like no kids come down. There's like kids in their sub, but like they not where they're far. at. Yeah. And then my sister actually, though, lives in probably a pretty good area for that, but um, it's still kind of like a spread out subdivision, so there is no place for me to go to hand out candy, so I will probably... You can come to our house. Thanks. Um, No, because I continue to just not... I don't like... I just don't but like. you said you like handing out candy. We're not going to dress up. We're just going to be there uh, with like. Why are you not going to dress no, up? No, I just put on some like because it's too cold. I'm going to sit out. I my just cold. put on my like winter Halloween gear and I, sit I outside. I have a witch's hat. I'm going to wear that. <laughs> I'm going to put my witch's sure. hat on, sit outside, and drink wine and hand out candy. It's just, just like bonfire. It's very fun. I highly recommend. Please come over. It'll be fun. Okay, I will. That's not an open invitation for everybody. That's I will <laughs> consider it. I told, okay, so last year, this is like such a weird side tangent, but last year I told a bunch of eighth graders in my choir class who were eighth grade last year, they all, all did a weird thing where they Googled me and found my address. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, I don't love that that's... It's not. Okay. Um, um, <laughs> yeah. But like, I can't hide the internet from like giving up where I live. Like, sure, sure, sure. if you want to find me, you can find me. It's not that hard. But Not they... me. Good luck. <clears throat> Fine. Um, but they <laughs> like all wrote it down and I was like, hey, listen, if you show up, any time other than Halloween to get candy from me, I will call the cops on you. Like, sure. this is not even a thing. Like, I will, without a doubt, be like, this. these children are harassing me. Uh, they need <laughs> Sure. Help. Like, we, I won't even hesitate. And yeah, I, I think that's fair. I think that's fine. So I, I said that, and I told them, like, you can come trick-or-treating to my house, and that's the only time you're allowed to come over. And they all were like, oh, we're doing it. But this was, like, in December of last year. Oh, so, so hopefully like, they forgot. They all forgot. I yeah. hope. Yeah. I hope they all forgot because I do not want to see any of those shows. Hopefully they're not uh, Love you guys. Um, no, no. Um, but the ones, that, the ones that wanted to show up wanted to show up because they were creeps, not uh, – Oh, The cool. ones that listen that are cool, like, you guys, please come. Like, that's fine. I want to talk to you. But the ones that were, like, weird and just wanted to see where Mrs. Newworth lives because sure. they, like, hope that they're going to see me through a window. Like, oh. that's the kind of well, stuff that's I don't want to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mine will be entirely dependent. That is technically two weeks before my show opens. Mm, yeah, good point. 
three weeks, two weeks, I don't know, uh, in which uh, we're pigeonholed by other things happening in the auditorium. I cannot start building my set until we're two weeks out, and oh, it's no. kind of like a big set, and like, it'll be, here's the thing, it's going to be fine, yeah. but I may use that time to quietly go in by myself with no one. And no just, distractions. Yeah. Throw in a podcast or some music. Or Correct. Just get, well, get in a way where children are helpful, and I love having lots of people around, but there is something to be said about just getting some stuff done on your own that just works better yep. anyway yep, yep, yep. uh but the spooky part i do like about spooky season is i love a ghost story yes, i love ghost stories. uh we've talked about this i believe in ghosts you believe in ghosts mm-hmm. um i think it's a real thing i think there are friendly ghosts i think there are non-friendly ghosts but i do love the idea of things being haunted and people experiencing like ghost things we've talked about before i have experienced with ghosts me too uh, you have experience. Sure. It's, so it's a thing. So I thought today in light of our, like the connection to what we talk about is, um, looking at haunted theaters, uh, specifically Excellent. on Broadway. And guess what guys, theaters are like one of the most haunted oh, things so because haunted. terrible things happen. Like there's a really good, if you ever have a chance to go on a little like ghost tour in Chicago, there's a bunch of theaters in Chicago where, you know, back in the day before, and I can't remember what theater is now. I don't know. But uh, it like back in the day before like safety things existed, <laughs> there was one where the there was a fire and people went to go to leave like were fleeing, but the doors opened in, oh. and so by the time throngs of people were pushed up against the door, yeah. they could not open the doors to leave the theater, and so they all burned to death. Oh my god! Correct. Ugh. So like things like that. That's okay, dark. fun. So, the first one, it is, oh. sure, it is You know dark. what, I will say, like, as a theater teacher at my school, I think my classroom is haunted. Oh. Like, we don't have an old enough building to have, like, a ghost in the theater, because it's also a cafeteria, but sure. I think that my classroom is, like, the haunted one, because, like, it's always cold in there. Oh. Like, always cold, no matter what time of year, no matter whether or not I have the thermostat on or off. Sure. And the clock has been broken for, like, I don't know, the last nine months. Like, it's been a long time. It just says 5 o'clock all the time. I don't know what that's about. Well, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. That feels great. That's not a goat. That's someone just helping you get out of there and get a drink. (laughs) Well, sure. Okay. 8 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, is it time for a margarita yet? I don't know. Uh, it's no not. judgment. It never is because I teach children. There's judgment there. No, sure. you can't. <laughs> now you gotta hide it in a bottom drawer. Oh anyway. my god, no! I don't do that. Sure. <laughs> it's just feel anyway. like it's really important to say I don't have alcohol at work. Uh, okay. After work, yes, no. Sure, that's sure, fine. sure. Uh, okay. So the first one uh, we're going to talk about is the new Amsterdam Theater. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, Disney's Aladdin is <gasps> oh. home. It is home to Disney's Aladdin. Um, and. Now. Was it? I'm going to deep dive that one soon. Aladdin? I, I like Aladdin because I like that they've made some fun changes to the Disney script. That's sure. Like, the movie script that's fun. Anyway, it's not important. Um, continue. <laughs> here's, here's, Lauren is like the worst sure, unchecked ADD today. Sure, what's happening? <laughs> I'm just, I'm going to let you go. We're I'm like, so you go, girl. <laughs> no, 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 it's all good. Well, just a hot second ago before you, we started, you were like, I'm just going to sit here quietly. So we've like. We both knew that was sure. not true. Well, I did, but you know, we've, we've like made a turn. So anyway. Well, I'm just um, not going to say anything for the rest of the episode. No, no, no. That's sure. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the new Amsterdam theater is one of the oldest theaters, like kind of on Broadway. And according to this Playbill article that I'm reading, uh, there are several levels of haunting mm. ranging from an odd, unaccountable noise to actual knocking, Whoa. um, which poltergeist means knocking ghost, which I didn't know if I knew that. I didn't know that. Uh, that's fun. To the mysterious opening of doors and cabinets or the flickering of lights. Sometimes there's a strange cold spot in a room, a colored mist. No. 
Ooh, no, Ooh. that's... Mm, I don't know if I love that. That's too much. Uh, a floating orb in a photograph, an inanimate object that moves without everyone touching it, uh, like the furniture in the video above. Guys, go watch the video. Um, well, I will link this link article. Link the video. Yeah, yeah I'll link, link the everything. Because, like, yep. what does the video look like? Or what? the echo of a disembodied voice. No. No, Ooh, that's too much. They too. also have a wispy like manifestation. Oh, a contorted face in a mirror or window. Mm. Okay, one of my biggest fears sure. is like looking in the mirror and seeing something else. Like I okay. sure. I don't know why like I'm very afraid of that. I'm afraid of like getting in my car at night and having like someone in the back seat like in the rear view mirror sure. and I see someone in my back seat. What's well, like, that thing so where I go, if I go into the bathroom of someone's house and the shower curtain is closed, yeah, I will like yeah. open the shower curtain. Uh, yeah, yeah, just to make sure there's nobody in there to yep. murder you. Uh yeah, no, I'm like Looking in the mirror and seeing someone behind me is, like, one of the scariest things to me. Sure, so. it's a good jump scare. Um, I hate it. <laughs> the actors and crew in the New Amsterdam Theater have experienced everything I just talked about, and they believe that it's an, the uh, is a well-known alleged culprit is Olive Thomas, Great a name. one-time Zigfield Follies chorus girl, okay. and she is by far the most active ghost on Broadway, <laughs> which is, like, kind of fun. That's so cute. Oh, interesting. So she manifests so frequently that Dana Amendola, who's the vice president of operations for Disney's theatrical group, cool. God, what a great, game. what a cool job sure, that I would know, be. Get into that. Um, get has touch. placed photographs of her at every entrance in the theater so that workers can greet her as they like come and go Whoa. for each day. And it's believed that that like keeps her like calm and at a like minimum. Satisfied. Yeah, because they're giving her attention. You're placating her. Like, sure. Hello, Olive. Olive's story oh is God. a sad one. Oh, no. Uh, a chorus girl in the 1915 Ziegfeld Follies on the New Amsterdam main stage and Ziegfeld's subsequent Midnight Frolics out of the more intimate New Amsterdam roof on the top floor. Uh, Olive was whisked out of Hollywood where she made a handful of silent films and married Jack Pickford, their ne'er-do-well brother of period star superstar Mary Pickford. Sure. I don't know who that is, but okay, uh, great, sure, I believe it. Uh, famous times from there. Yeah. Uh, on a trip to Paris in 1920, Jack revealed that he contracted syphilis, <laughs> oh my God. and she likely had it as well. Oh sure, that God. is tragic, that is so honestly. Sad. Sure, oh, if you, sure, in a sad time, and I guess I don't know what the, um, like, the treatment back then was probably not good, but untreated syphilis will eventually switch cheese your brain. Yikes. Yeah. I only know that I believe from a episode of Law & Order, not from, like, medical research so, that i have done so swiss cheese your brain is not a, a technical medical term is what i'm hearing well yeah but i think that's <laughs> correct like uh because i think that happened to shoot a famous gangster maybe like capone or somebody like that another oh. person who's like syphilis went wildly unchecked and they became like a vegetable didn't that happen to henry the eighth probably sure they're all raging diseases something? I don't know. sure uh what happened next is up for conjecture Official reports say Olive accidentally swallowed an overdose of Jack's medicine, mercury bichloride. What? Sure, which is poisonous in large quantities. A thing we know now is you don't ingest mercury. No. Um, but one has to wonder how she could have accidentally oh my God. emptied the entire bottle, blue bottle of pills. Olive died two days later, and her body was brought back to the Woodland Cemetery in the Bronx for burial. Oh my also, God, there's a picture of her. Absolutely poisoned. Sure. Yeah. Uh, there's a really she's pretty lady. Um, oh, I will try to post all these things and remember. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll write it down. But then an odd thing started happening. Workers at the New Amsterdam began telling friends they had run into Olive backstage. Impossible, they were told. No. Olive is dead. Okay. Well, great. Uh, so she appeared throughout the twenties. But then, like, went away during the decades when 42nd Street went into a decline and the theater was underused. Sure, there was a rough time. There was, like, you know. Um, and then reports began picking back up when Disney bought the theater in the mid-90s and began an ambitious restoration. 
Construction workers would report that their off-limits work area was being invaded by a woman carrying a blue bottle. <gasps> dun, dun. Uh, sure. The reports continued after the theater reopened with King David and the Lion King uh, and have continued since. Um, sure. So Amandola, who was the vice president, is not like a believer, but has had an encounter uh, when she was touring the old Roof Theater in the mid two thousands, it was being they were converting it to an office space. Mm-hmm. Um, she passed below the passed below the stage and suddenly heard a distinct sound of tap dancing on the boards above him. Um, climbing quickly to the stage level, he was alone. No, no. See, that's where I'm like, mm, okay, uh, terrifying. Also, like, I wonder, Olive. Um, sure. How does she feel about all the changes that they're making? You know what I well, mean? Well, like, in a way, where she's coming back and she's like, sure. "I hate this." All. Or is she like, "Yes, I'm back on stage. Yeah. Here we go." <laughs> um, she's ready to go. Sure. Amandola has become the keeper of the Olive Thomas Flame, and like he basically keeps track of sightings of her and stuff. Fun. Uh, early reports uh, described her appearance as a young woman wearing a sash and carrying a bottle of pills, who would sometimes speak. Um, and strangely, people in various areas who didn't know one another would imitate her voice in exactly the same way. Yikes. Which means they heard the same thing. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Cool. Um, that's fun. Sure. In the early Disney era, Amandola said a night watchman resigned on the spot when he watched a woman cross the stage and disappear into the wall. Oh my God. <laughs> Can you imagine? You're like, I uh, have had too much LSD, but also. Sure. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, I don't love this. Uh-oh. Sure. Uh, Olive often appears in the trap beneath what was once the stage of the New Amsterdam Roof Theater, the space where uh, he heard the tap dancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they use it for storage now, but employees have reported seeing a woman there or sometimes a disembodied part of feet nope. climbing a staircase. No, no. See, this is where it's okay. Like, nope, the feet thing. I hate that. I hate everything about it. Sure. Feet. Stop. Ugh, um, Why did sure. you bring that into my life? Ooh, sure. This is interesting. Okay, so during pre- sure, well, just in a way where I find sometimes sure, ghost yeah. stuff is like there is not compelling evidence where people are just like, "Oh, I heard a creak," and you're like, "Sure, that building's four hundred years yeah. old." <laughs> they settle sometimes. Sure, where, where you're yeah. just like, "Sure, my body, my bones do that." <laughs> like whatever. But this one's interesting. It says during previews of Aladdin, uh, a replacement, a female replacement conductor was in, and she had worked on Mary Poppins and knew about Olive, okay. and was getting ready in the dressing room, and um. This woman spoke out loud to Olive and said, well, Olive, I'm back again and I'm a little nervous. I just wanted to introduce myself again and ask if you could please give me some good luck. Um, and then she mused aloud, I wonder what the Follies girls would have thought of a female conductor. Oh. Which I think is fun. That is fun. And then she said, just then, according to the conductor's email, four of the round dressing room bulbs flickered on and off no. for a few seconds and then stopped. Oh, my God. The bulbs were all new, having just been replaced for the new show. No. It was like a wink. She was signaling that she was fine with the idea. Oh, my God. I, I have, like, literal ch- I'm, like, so cold <laughs> sure. <laughs> from this ghost uh, story. Sure, I love Whoa, this, this. is the is kind so of stuff I love. Um, oh, that's so, fun. again, she made another appearance in the middle of the crowded New Amsterdam orchestra section. Shortly after opening Aladdin in 2014, an audience member came up to one of the ushers during performance and asked for a booster seat for their child. We don't like to interrupt the show, so we waited until intermission and came to her with a booster. But we found she already had one. When asked where she had gotten it, she said a lady at the back of the theater had gestured to where they were. Oh, my God. Now, we don't have a woman at the back of the house who does that in the middle of the show. No. We checked, and none of the staff had done it. So you can take that how you like. No way. It's kind of freaky. No way. 
Um, or was it another patron? That one, I wonder. Was it another patron or not? Sure, just another lady going the over like, here. Oh, I found this booster for my kid. Right. There it is. That well, one, maybe. maybe. Sure, that one's who not knows? as good. But um, sure. It could have been Olive. Who knows? Um, they embrace Olive and sa- and Amandola says, we embrace it. She's never violent, always playful. She kind of embodies what we're all about here at Disney. We're in the business of happiness, and to have someone from so long ago acknowledging that she's pleased makes us feel like we're doing the right thing. Yeah. Um, however, he said that she is unpredictable and doesn't perform on cue. She doesn't appear on Halloween. You know, when people try to find her, they can't. She's like, um, please don't stereotype me. Until sure, she's like, I'm goes, a ghost. Like, absolutely not. I'm a ghost, and I do what I want. Yeah. Um, but they said, you know, she appears when you kind of forget about her, um, or when we're busy putting a new show or putting an office in. That's when they like she comes to life. Um, sure, nearly half a century after her death, Olive Thomas is one of the best known of all the Ziegfeld girls and has been a subject of a bunch of books and things like that. Um, and that has, well, because, you know, fans come and try to, like, find her and those types of things, so that's probably a big pain in the ass. And she's like, absolutely um, not. She's well, it says they have to do a sweep of the theater every night to make sure people aren't, like, hiding somewhere to try to spend the night and see absolutely her. Absolutely not. That's creepy and weird and oh i don't like that (laughs) sure i think that's funny um so that is the story of olive thomas and the new amsterdam theater that's fun so sure i think that's a crazy that's great um well i just like in a way where like i said i find sometimes that like ghost stories in general struggle because it's like one or two people but something like that in which it's also occurred over like, like a hundred years, yeah. like a century. And then people also, the voice one is compelling to me where everyone like does her voice the same way. Having not met each other. Correct. Like, yeah, I think that's, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, thing is fun. So the next one on the list is the Belasco. Okay. And I think currently right now there's nothing in the Belasco. At least what my Google search just turned up is I don't think anything's playing in there. Okay. But it's part of the Schubert group. Okay. So, um, but uh, sure, there, it's a, it, because it's home to another named ghost. Um, so What's it makes sense. Name? <laughs> sure. His, it's the one-time owner, Broadway impresario, David Belasco, cool. once known as the Bishop of Broadway Whoa. for his oddball habit of wearing a priestly cassock. No, dude, that's, that's <laughs> freaking weird. Get out. Sure, that's I, fun. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. It, are you a priest? No, no I'm, I'm a Broadway, Broadway. I own a theater. Ew. Um, I just like, if you're going to have a gimmick, like that's sure. where you go with, like, I well, hate that. Sure. I my gimmick is polka dots, and I feel good about that. But like a priest, sure. What should my cap? gimmick be? I mean, I have a very distinct way that I dress. We've talked about this, yeah, but that's your gimmick. Sure, t-shirt layer, khakis, chucks. chucks. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> jinx. Um, sure. Okay, so Belasco was part of the great 19th century tradition where theater owners producer were where theater owners were also producers and playwrights. Okay. Uh, he built the current theater in 1907, um, but only after decades as a successful author of other of dozens of passionate melodramas, two which achieved immortality as source material for Puccini's Madame Butterfly and some other thing that I can't pronounce. La, La Fen- no, nope. La Fenchula del West. Nope, okay. I don't know. So sorry, everybody. Sorry, Italian people. Um. He loved theater so much, he spent nearly every waking hour writing, managing, or directing his plays. Wow. And he spent every hour sleeping, uh, sleeping hour there. So he was, the, he made the apartment so above there? the theater. Yep. I always um, joke that there's, like, a Murphy bed in one of my closets at school. Probably. And I tell the kids that, like, I just, like, live there. 
Because, like, you know, there's always the myth that your teacher lives. Oh, I believe that. I still believe that. Uh, um, <laughs> you're a grown-up. You're like, my yeah, kid, my Where I'm like, I school. assume you sleep at this school. Is that not true? It's, uh, it is true. I sleep at the school. Sure. So, Belasco <laughs> is one of the most alive-looking theater ghosts. And Ooh. because he spent so much time in his own theater, that's why everybody's like, sure, that makes sense. He that he would, like, just be there after. Continue yep. to be there. Sure. This theater. says, no wispy ectoplasm for him. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which is, like, very fun. He just shows um, up in his whole form. Sure, he's they, like, hello, welcome to my space. In his corporal form, it says he appears very much like he did in life. Tall, with tousled, 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 tousled <laughs> hair, Bummer. and wearing the cassock and clerical collar that was his lifelong affection. Clerical Affectation, collar. sorry. Um, so weird. Sure. Um, this guy sounds sure, like a nut. Well, I'm so here. people who see him but, like, don't know that he was the bishop of Broadway call him the monk. What? Okay. I don't like that either. That's it's all weird. To sure. Me. My favorite thing is in an autobiography. There's someone Lou, uh, Louis Bato says nothing monk like about his lifestyle. Um, yeah. So <laughs> shortly after his death in 1931 is when he began to like appear. Acting uh, actors stepping out on stage unaware would suddenly notice a lone dark figure sitting in the balcony watching them intently. Absolutely not. This no. ghost had a voice, too. No. He would walk right up to actors and shake their hands, telling them that they had done a fine job at a performance. More than one actor filed complaints with house management that an old man dressed like a priest had pinched their butt. <laughs> this randy Ooh, old gross. This randy old ghost. Ew. Uh, I love that, like, freaking HR complaints were lodged. Uh, the un- sure, the uninitiated were often horrified. Veteran actors looked forward to these meetings, seeing them as a good omen. I don't know. That, there's nothing good omeny about about a, an unsolicited <laughs> a randy butt, ghost. Cr- butt pinch. Like, sure. I don't want any of that. If I don't ask for it, please don't do it. That's sure. gross. Consent. Uh, Belasco isn't the only ghost in the Belasco Theater. A spirit known as the Blue Lady, oh. who appears as an icy cold blue mist, has also been seen on stairways and dressing rooms. Um, and there are sound, so there are reports of sounds of raucous parties being held in the Belasco apartment, complete with the sound of feet dancing to 1920s music. I'm just gonna say the Blue Lady is like a lazy name for this ghost. Well, sure. She's I mean, that's but that's a real ghost bloomist. time. I feel like um, that's fine. You know what? Harry Potter has a ghost called literally the Grey Lady. So correct. Like, what am I doing? Sure, but... Lauren. Come on. I um, I didn't invent that though. Sure, I think sure, it's sure. lazy also, but I'm not sure. in charge. Um, What's interesting is when they when workers would go upstairs to see who had broken in to be like having a party. Stop having a party. Uh, apartment empty. It's dust undisturbed. Ew! Oh, that's so weird. Uh, Playbill took a video camera to the Belasco apartment in 2010. One of the few media uh, outlets ever granted to do so, um, because they do not rent it. And it says the apartment, ghost or not, would rent for millions because of its location and probably what it looks like. Yeah. Um, and they're not going to do it. Um. Sure, they go, um, and I'll post this video too. Um, sure, Melissa Erico, who played Mina in Dracula the Musical. Oh, man, we're back. Yeah, back. Uh, reported that Belasco does actually haunt the theater. Her dresser, Kathy, saw him walk in the mirror the other day. She thinks he lives in the mirror in the wall outside my dressing room. Ew. One night, no. I forgot my coat, and I had turned out the lights in my room. I turned back to get my coat in the dark, and someone, David, question mark, turned the small pretty table light on for me to see my way no way it was spooky as i opened the door to leave as i was walking out someone closed the door behind me i didn't touch it but watched it move no 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 i don't like i don't like that <laughs> sure. I'm, i am here's the thing i like believe in ghosts yep 
terrified of ghosts. Not, I mean, not really, because, like, what are they going to do? But, like, whoo! Uh, sure. During Passing Strange, uh, Daniel Breaker said in an interview that he was in his dressing room putting on makeup uh, when he saw an old man with white hair sitting behind him, silently watching him. Yeah. But when Breaker turned around to be like, who the hell are you? Uh, because he didn't look like anybody on the show, uh, there was nobody there. And later, the house manager was like, yeah, man, that's David Belasco. <laughs> and he's like, I'm sorry. Sure. Um, Great. Let's see. Hold on. They are... Sure. Um, they believe in unsolved mystery where, like, candles have burnt out faster than... Like, they've had, like, a candelabra, yeah. and, like, six of them have burned out very quickly, and the rest mm-hmm. haven't. Um, sure. They said he's been pretty quiet... And, um, when Hedwig and the Andrew Inch were there, they, like, wrote him into the show. And, basically, nothing really has happened other than Wallace, who's the current house manager, is like, yeah, sometimes my front door of my office is, locks itself by, and that, from time to time. Oh. So, that is David Belasco, the, Yikes. the Bishop of Broadway. I still, I'm, like, not past the the hat thing <laughs> sure <laughs> just not past it it's weird i don't know it's fine well it's a weird like what whatever. a honestly what a choice yeah like literally uh, to be like what should i wear you know it's gonna be comfortable <laughs> <laughs> priest stuff <laughs> you know it's gonna be comfortable i just like the thing is it's like wearing gonna, scrubs like, and people are like oh are you a doctor and you're like no no not at all what if you're gonna like self-title yourself like you could even if you wanted alliterations, there are other things you could choose. Sure. Bishop, though, is like a is a choice. The Bishop of Broadway. I okay. Uh, so the next is the Richard Rogers Theater, which oh. In the Heights is currently at right now. Yeah. yeah. No, sorry. So, sorry. So sorry. 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 Hamilton. Hamilton is there. Sure. It's cause I have my brain. There's a picture of it. Well, there's a picture of In the Heights, and the my brain was like Lin Manuel. Adopt me, Lin Manuel. Adopt me, Lin Manuel. Uh, but no, sorry. Hamilton Hamilton's is currently there. there. Um. Great. Sure. So. Uh, Lots of different things here, I think. Uh, oh, this one's not very long. So, not too much craziness here, but during the run of In the Heights, uh, Louis Salgado claimed to have seen the ghost of a small child just off stage during the show. Oh, kid ghost. Um, okay. Later in 2010, there are reappearing red lipstick smudges in the ladies' room. They get painted and wiped, but inevitably return. Stall doors open by themselves. Dressing rooms have strange sounds and things spontaneously fall off shelves and things like that. Um, after hours brings bizarre howling sounds, Mm-mm. chandeliers moving, and the sound of people walking. That's a lot. You said that that's not that much. That's like well, a lot of different things. No, going but there's on. no like specific person. Yeah. Um, sure. Sounds three like different people story. have talked about the redheads. What? Sure. <laughs> um, a group of redheads running around like redheaded people, like gingers. Yes. Are you I don't telling know. me? Sure. They're, that theater is haunted by gingers? Sure. It says, no. three different people told me about the redheads. Ralph sees her in box B about 2 a.m. Beverly saw him in mezzanine row H. And cast member Tony Chiroldes has twice felt the presence of his mom and actress and also, at times, a redhead. At times. None of these people knew the other stories. Um, let's see. Mm, yep. I don't like that. Hold, please. I don't know. I don't know what it is about like a redheaded ghost that freaks me out more than anybody else. But I don't want a ginger because, like, I don't want a ginger. I just <laughs> sure. All right. 
is that the name of this episode? I hope not. Um, I just, you know, because the soul thing kind of creeps me out a little bit. Because, like, I always assume ghosts are just the souls of the people. But, like, when you're redheaded, ghosts is there. Where did you come from and what's going on with you? (laughs) Sure. You know? Uh, I don't like it. Well, redheads are already scary in real life anyway. So, anyway. (laughs) Sorry, um, redheaded friends. We're being facetious a little bit. I'm not. Have you, do you know yourself? You're all crazy. (laughs) I feel fine about saying that. And they know. Here's the thing. If you're a redhead, you know. They know. Uh, okay. Uh, the next one is the Eugene O'Neill Theater, which I believe is currently home to Book of Mormon. Um, cool. Sure. Uh, during 2006 run in Sweeney Todd, Donalyn Champlin reported, we believe there are at least two ghosts at the Eugene O'Neill, one male and one female. During previews, things would randomly fall from the upstage prop shelf, sometimes dangerous things like gardening shears. No! When no one was remotely Guys, near it. absolutely not. Uh, actor's That's hair gets hazard. tugged. Every once in a while, and they've heard their characters' names whispered in their ears on stage. No, oh, I don't. I just got a real, real big shiver on sure, that one. I don't want sure. that. A whispery name is effed. I don't, especially when I'm doing my job. Like, don't yep. whisper at me while I'm trying to work up here. No thanks. Uh, mm, no. There's a strong smell of lilac, sometimes downstage left. Oh, I kind of like that. I like lilac smell. Sure. It smells good. Smells to me are an interesting thing because how do you manifest a smell? Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, knocking something over or, like, making a sound, but, like... How do you make a smell? Yeah. Um, That's kind of freaky. My whistle disappeared from my bloody lab coat pocket, which never leaves the stage, and was found down in the basement in the dead rack of clothes. Yikes. Uh, They only found it weeks later because they moved the rack and it fell to the ground. Yikes. Sure, that is interesting, That's kind of creepy. Yeah, I don't like that. Well, and, like, that whistle is a part of the story, right? Like, they use it at the end. Well, that's why she's like, it never leaves my... That's a prop doesn't that leave doesn't leave me. Yep. You gotta have it on all the time. Um, this was during the run of Sweeney nice. Todd when Patty Lapone was in it. So it says, Patty's dressing room has doors that open and close on their own. She also, she also thought she had stepped backward onto her friend's foot. So she said, excuse me. Her friend said, what for? Patty turned around and her friend was a good two feet away from no. her. No. Oh my God, no. Ugh. Um, I feel like I've had that experience though before. Sure. Uh, like, oh my God. Did I step on a ghost once? Merwin Ford said, I set up the co- uh, cot to take a nap between rehearsal and a show and ask for a loud wake up call. Sure enough, at 6.30, I was awakened by a slap on the bottom of my shoes that almost sent my head crashing up into the bottom of the counter that I placed my cot under. That's aggressive. No one was in the room but me. No. I mean, helpful, I guess. Didn't let you sleep through rehearsal or a show or something sure, sure. in a way where that ghost is just like doing you a solid like, do your job man um wake up the next one so this is like playbill's top nine and haunted theaters uh the steven sondheim theater mm-hmm. which was built on the site of the old henry miller's theater okay um kevin duda who played neil sedeka and beautiful the carol king music musical wrote in the spring of 2014 he had stayed late one night at the theater walked up to the stage door and realized that he had forgotten something in his dressing room I noticed the old Henry Miller sign, which hangs over our security desk at the stage door, as I returned to the elevators to go back downstairs. I murmured under my breath, wow, I wonder what Henry Miller thinks of his sign being relegated to the stage door. And the elevator bounced and stopped. No. I was stuck. I screamed for about five minutes and finally, Adolf, Oh. <laughs> well, just in a way where I'm all, Adolf's not a name we use very much anymore. No, why would you? Um, our no. head of security came to my rescue and pried the doors open. I have never said Henry Miller's name in this theater again. Oh, my God. Absolutely not. I'm um, sure he probably was pissed. Henry Miller is like, you know what I think about that? Here's what I think about that. Sure, get You're stuck, stuck now. Get bent. Get, get um, bent. 
Sure. Uh, the Gershwin, yes. which is home to Wicked. Okay. A spooky-ish show to begin with. Witches and shit. Yep. Witches and stuff. Uh, ghostly appearances tend to occur mainly in the older theaters, built before 1930. But 1971 vintage Gershwin seems to have picked up some paranormal activity. Cool. Um, during the run of Wicked, actor Michael McCory Rose said, According to sources in the know about these things, we have three ghosts. Oh. Drew, also known as Dennis is the only one we know by name. The other two who are regularly seen haven't been named, but one dresses in a 19th century blue shirt and the other wears a white t-shirt. Oh, that's modern. Sure. Rose is not the first to record this type of thing. In 2012, Jonathan Warren said, Nathan Peck got tapped on the shoulder before his front of house monkey fight one evening. When he turned around, no one was standing near him. Later, when he told people about it, Kevin Huck mentioned that he had the same experience throughout the years in the same location. No. It is rumored and believed to be the ghost at the Gershwin. That's really crazy. Uh, do, you ever, do you ever get that where, like, you feel like someone tapped you on the shoulder and, like, it, there's no one there? Um, that happens to me kind of a lot. And I sometimes. Assume... Uh, my bigger thing is shivers. Like, I get the shivers. Yeah. And I have always been told, I don't know, like, when I was a, chi- a child, I don't know if. What adult told me this? Or oh. another kid? Okay. Uh, I was told when you get the shivers, it's someone in the future walking over your grave. Ew, I don't like that. Sure. That's terrifying. Fun. I hate that. Sure. So whenever I get the shivers, oh, I think about that where I'm like, ooh, something, is this when I die because people are there? Or is it that thing where some dum-dum is walking through like a cemetery to get to a funeral and they had to walk over me? Oh my Which God. Which is why if you ever go to a funeral, I never walk on graves. I always walk in between. Oh my God. Sure, think about that. Yay. Okay. Well, I was just going to say, like, because it happens to me all the time where I feel like someone's tapping on my shoulder and nobody's there. And I always assume it's just, like, a muscle spasm. But is it? I don't know. I'm just saying. No. No. <laughs> no. There's no haunting in Absolutely this Absolutely not, sure. Karen. No. So, here's the thing. That was not picked up on a microphone at all. But I swear, like, something in your house just moved and we haven't touched it, and Probably. I don't like it. I, sure, Lauren is freaked out. I am now very freaked out. We have to end sure, this episode. It's We're done now. It is We're not outside. done. We're gonna finish. I. This is a lot. Um, I'm fine. I'm fine. But I, my back is to the door, so I am scared now because my back there's is to no, the door. There's nobody there. It's fine. Okay, so but that creepy painting thing is also looking at me, so I don't like that either. Well, you, I'll take a picture of that. You guys can see it. Okay, it's not. Good. Uh, sure, it's fun. It, if you watch Friends, it makes sense. Uh, yeah. okay. The last thing that happened in the Gershwin is a uh, stage manager uh, and a, a, another guy were standing, and they looked up and thought they saw someone, uh, one of the swings, watching the show, and then that person disappeared behind a curtain, Uh-oh. and then they turned, and the person they thought they saw was just next to them. Mm-mm. So that is the Gershwin. Oh uh, the Imperial Theater um, is to believe to be haunted by Ethel Merman. Uh, she has not been seen recently. Uh, here's the thing. No, no, no. It can't be Ethel Merman. You would hear her from like six blocks <laughs> sure. away. Sure. Um, it does not say why, uh, but uh, she hasn't been seen recently. And then the young ballerinas of Billy Elliot were convinced the theater's girls' dressing room was haunted by a spirit named Fred. Which, oh, well. ew, a man. Ew. I don't know. Get out ew, of here. Like a young Fred, girl. And, you and also, go. and a young girl's dressing room. No, Fred, um, that's, not, that's not okay. You got to get out of there. Sure. Uh, ballet girl Kara Oates reported seeing a bathroom door open and close by itself while she was doing homework in 2011. No. No, Fred, too weird. Don't like it. Uh, sure. Uh, the Lyceum Theater, which is currently home to the play that goes wrong. Uh, go see it. It's great. Um, said during the, during a 2010 run of Scottsboro Boys, uh, Coleman Domingo said 
the Friday of our last weekend, things were happening backstage and on stage with the lights and the computer equipment. We definitely felt like we were in the presence of some ghosts. Um, and then this is the last one, the Palace Theater, which was home to SpongeBob. Um, we conclude our little tour with uh, the Palace, and it's re- it's reported to have more ghosts than any other Broadway house. Oh. Among them is a mysterious figure who passes open doorways late at night, a child ghost who plays peekaboo in the mezzanine. Sure, I think children ghosts are maybe the most creepy. I don't like the kid ghosts. Here's why. It's not okay. Well, I find kids in general can be creepy in that way, just in general, like, alive. But then I also think it's, like, if it's a kid ghost, something tragic has happened in which, like, their life has been cut short. So short. And they, like, are in, like, a stunted, perpetual, like limbo essentially yeah uh, well, i was thinking about that too yeah because it's like kids this ch- this weird kid ghost is just has not developed any like their prefrontal cortex is just correct. stuck and it's correct. creepy and i ugh, hate and that and the child like it just lends itself to creepy i think uh, scary the most scary movies to me are when it's like creepy children mm-hmm. uh Agree. Sure. So a peekaboo playing child ghost in the mezzanine. No. A musician dressed in white who appears in the orchestra pit and a tightrope walker. Uh, a musician dressed in white like in the, like, did you watch, um, sure, now all my brain. Uh-oh. Umbrella Academy. Sure. Vanya. Uh, but I've only seen, yeah, but it's like, that's the, epi- the episode of Vanya where she like plays and like it gets crazy. Sure. I haven't seen the new season, so don't spoil it for me. Just in case you're wondering, Lauren's ADHD just. Wild. I'm trying. Just kidding. I'm not trying because here's the thing: I'm still hearing bumps from behind sure, me. Lauren's still Karen's apartment out. is like I don't know, actually haunted, and I'm my back is to well, the door. And I'm to very be scared. fair, my apartment is like an old warehouse, so so things are going on, and yeah. I don't like it. Uh, I'm scared now. Sure. The other uh, is a tightrope walker from the theater's vaudeville days, whose appearance is said to foretell the viewer's death. Whoa! Whoa! Holy no! Shit. No! Um, nope. However, like uh, activity has been very quiet and has dropped off very sharply. Uh, but during a run of a 2011 Annie revival, actor Ryan Vandenboom mm-hmm. claimed that Good when name. alone in the dressing room one night, he thought he heard a, a voice called Judy. Now, the oh. queen of the palace's celebrity revenants is said to be the great Judy Garland herself. Oh, but who may have been calling her and why will remain a Broadway mystery. Cool. Here's uh, the, that ghost that is like, hey, you're gonna die in seven days. I don't sure, like that don't at know. all. Well, that is he didn't say seven days. I added that, but sure, that is like a rough time. Honestly, I don't that enjoy is that. Too scary. Um, I don't like that one at all. But yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I love, I love, a, I love a good ghost story in that way. In which there's a movie called um, Thirteen Ghosts. Cool. And we watched it in college, and it was, like, Matthew Lillard, and, like, it was, like, but it was very funny, and it okay. kind of, well, it was a little bit based on, like, the Zodiac and some other thing, like, uh, signs and stuff like that. But anyway, got it. the movie was bad. Although, there is one funny scene where he goes, something, something, ghosts, and the guy goes, goats? And then he goes, why would I have said goats? I'm hunting ghosts. That oh, is no. very funny to me and stands out. That's hilarious. But... Um, the movie itself, terrible. Like, just, it was made during the time where, like, House on Haunted Hill came out and The Haunting and, like, some of those bad 2000s movies were cranking out. Cool. Um, and, but, on the DVD, because this is 100 years ago we rented it, on the DVD, there was, like, a special features in which it broke down all 13 ghosts and gave, like, a backstory and did, like, a little, like, five-minute, like, 
the twins were once blah 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 oh, blah blah stop. and grew up in 1920s era New York. Like That's it gave that. I'm gonna tell you that freaked us out more than anything that happened in the movie because the movie's so dumb. But that like little backstory of like. They died tragically at the hand of a whatever. Like, that to me was very freaking cool. And I that's the kind of stuff that creeps me out and that I like. Um, Nice. But Lauren, I think that's a pretty, uh, that's a pretty good sense, uh, a good uh, conclusion to our spooky season deep dives is uh, some haunted times. So, friends, have you been haunted by a ghost? Please let us us know. I want to know about your ghost stories because I love them. They're so weird and creepy. And I'll do the whole thing the whole time where I'm like, nope, absolutely not. No way. But I love it. Where Lauren will fraidy cat her way through that. I'm like like, watching the movie with the pillow in front of my face, but I'm like, tell me more. (laughs) I just want to know. It's, um, well, that's the thing is I think some more compelling than others, like obviously as that list like dwindled down, but I do do think it's interesting because the the part that gives it like credence and like legitimacy is when people who are far apart and don't mm. know things mm-hmm. are like yeah this happened to me and someone's like what what well this ha- happened to me yeah. well did you see what did she look like and they describe the exact same thing that is the part where i'm like surely that's real then because how could be- how could we both have the same exact picture without knowing anything how, how? we couldn't we yeah. wouldn't so um, that is what I enjoy. <laughs> oh my god! It's so I just have all the chills. I hate it. Sure, I'm Lauren's so freaked out now. We probably will have to chilly. switch seats before we continue I, on. We are gonna switch seats. I'm I'm not. I'm unprotected. <laughs> sure. Anyway, like uh, so I think we did it, guys. Follow us on Downstage Left PC. We're on all the things. Uh, go to our website. You, listen, if you, you've been listening this long, you like can find us. It's fine. It's yeah. also always in all of our stuff and whatever. I do put it in the show notes here. Right? You do. She does. So, uh, guys, let us know uh, what maybe your favorite part of spooky season and what you enjoyed. And yes. send us your pictures. If you've got cool costumes and they're like theater adjacent or not, just let us know. And we'd love to see them and take a look and judge you and all those things. Do it. Uh, I'm going to say, I think we did it. I'm going to say exit stage left. Man, pursued by a spooky bishop. <laughs> <laughs>